Hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hail to the Chin podcast, the companion podcast that runs alongside the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show. Um, before we get any further, though, I wish to pass everybody over to Steve. You've got something to say, haven't you, mate? Uh, well, yeah, just last episode, we were discussing <laughs> the uh, cabin, weren't we, and about yes. how it would link to, obviously, the show linking to Army of Darkness, and we mm-hmm. were saying how rotten... Um, what was it like rotten tomato head comes through and <laughs> you were saying about the shotgun blast in the door yep. keep that continuity mm-hmm. and then we said that the only sort of like damage you could think of to keep an eye out for uh was the was like that 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 the service piece, the service it? window yeah. yeah where it gets ripped off but i forgot really i forgot that in evil dead 2 the trap door is cut in half yes i knew I, I yes Ash Ash goes through with the chainsaw, doesn't he? he goes through yes. the trap door and it just falls in half rather yeah, than actually. Down, yeah. yeah, so that was just a mistake. So that was I watched it last night, so I, I've forgotten about that. But other than that, that was it really. Other than that, yeah, that was quite literally it. But um Sam, welcome back as well. You were you were almost missed in the last episode. In, oh, in oh. fact to the case of that we missed you nearly entirely. <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't make the last episode, which was a shame because I had a lot that I wanted to bring up with that last episode. Um, I had some beef, but um, it, there's a lot of relatable stuff in this episode. So, you know, hope, you know I'll be able to. Yeah, so, um, I mean, if everyone else is ready, um, I'm yep. on Stars Original Presents. Yep. I imagine yep. all listeners as well are on Stars Originals Presents after three. Sam, the usual countdown? Uh, trois, deux, un play huge feeling of nostalgia knowing coming into this episode yeah yeah i mean this was the one that everyone was waiting for you know oh, absolutely it was, it, it was the kind of the, the full circle we're, we're now in the final like was it like three episodes you, you're now um at basically what is an evil dead four mm-hmm. i mean well, uh, I, I sorry sam go ahead go ahead no, no, what I was going to say, I was just going to go into what my problem was, why the uh, previous year was. But yes, you... yeah, go ahead. All right, no, no, well, go, go ahead. Yeah. All right, well, the, I really liked um, Amanda, you know, Jill Marie Jones's character. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to be really dark, you know, she was going to be, you know, sort of like a really tough character. But in the last episode, Fire in the Hole, yeah. my biggest problem was it is, you know, Ash turns on the charm. I thought she was going to be the one that would you know, be, he'd be flirting with all day long and then, you know, she'll just be like, you know, give it a rest. But like it, yeah. sort of and then he just starts flirting with her and her character just completely changed to be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, and it just really, it just really sort of took away the character potential there. And really? um, yeah, and I just, it just felt, it just felt a bit cringe to me, that whole scene with her and him. And at the end, you know, we're like, almost like the Scooby Gang, and I know Ash bowed on them all, as you can see here. I love yeah. this splatter. The, <laughs> yeah, the splatter of the birds. So army of darkness. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it just—I don't know. I did like that episode, but it wasn't—it was probably my least favorite episode of the whole series so far. Yeah. I yeah. mean, what what we were saying is it was the most uh, sort. Of, it was the episode that was most like, and you could link it most to the Evil Dead remake, mm. and and more general zombie kind of, you know adventures really yeah. more than cut, dead can, can we just cut to the fact of how amazing the cabin looks and how well they really brought it back essentially as to how old and ragged and just cryptic it looks mm. the production team and like that's just that's just 
absolute hats off to they captured it perfectly in my opinion yeah no. even the way that the, the 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 roof looks as well it looks like just sh- sheets of like crappy lead or metal on the top even that looks perfect but i mean this is what we've been waiting to see since 1992 basically mm. you know mm. as first fans and you got oh, i mean look at that look at it the, the cross is there it looks exactly nice the same touch you know yeah. it's yeah they've, the, they've ticked off the, uh, the swing chair banging yep. yeah yeah I was kind of hoping, I don't know about anybody else, but I was kind of hoping that Ash would have reached up top to maybe the keys still being there, a bit out of continuity. As you can see, sorry, like I pointed out, the gun, shotgun blasts through the door. That is just absolutely perfect. But this walking up onto the step is exactly the same shot as Scotty yep. did in the first episode. Just so many nods to it. And I was just hoping that Ash was going to reach up and maybe just feel for the key maybe as a sort of homage to his friend. I don't know. I mean, I think this episode does a lot right with um, the nostalgia not being forced. It's just natural what you would expect. Um, But yeah, a Fisher's character, I do agree, um, takes a quite dramatic turn within the space of pretty much um, like the the, the last sort of like few seconds of Mm. an episode. I mean, she does. She switches. Killers, yeah. Mm. yeah killer of killers to um fire in the hole she just switched and we did we did talk about her schoolgirl crush came across a little bit odd um but at the same time i think we we kind of gave it a free pass didn't we when we said that the three characters represent like ash yeah. at different times of his life ish ish yeah that might be us thinking deeper into it than anyone actually did think about it yeah. no, we, that was a perfect now that you hit on the head there though steve that was a brilliantly brilliantly seen i mean i didn't see it at all but when you when we when you explained how kelly and pablo both shared traits of ash and then we spoke about how fisher then shared the missing link almost it was just a brilliant brilliant observation well or well, even that it was really sort of like you know weak interpretation just for the sake of it <laughs> i love how um, in this episode what you see shortly is how quickly that this has become the norm for kelly and pablo you know where the uh they stumble across the hikers in the woods yeah, yeah. and they're just like hey guys hey and they're just walking towards them with the guns you know <laughs> just <Yeah>. like ash <laughs> like w- walking around with weapons and things like that it's just an everyday occurrence for him yeah like when he's like in a bait when he's just got the uh puts the chainsaw on the side and sits down to dinner yeah you know, he's, he's, got, he's just it's just yeah chainsaw and shotgun is just to him like mittens and a scarf now it's there's no Even no just biggie looking at the field of the depth of field in that shot a moment ago with fisher still looking around like she's looking at the mirror right now just mm. looking around the cabin it is all utterly spot on isn't it all of it is spot on except for that case oh yeah except for the except for the trap oh again. the line I was going to say, was oh there? God, a... I never noticed that before. I was going to say, did you just notice there's a line across the middle of the trap door? Oh my god, I never noticed that. It, it did look like it, didn't it? It looked it's like still there. Where he's where he's sawn through it, Love it looks like clip, someone's put it back together. Yeah. Did that scare anyone as well the first time round? That make anyone jump? The the no. the, 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 the no. Shelly. <laughs> no. Oh man, that really made me jump. No. <laughs> it's, well, cool. it's, it's a cool clip. Stick, that it's line. Not... I don't know, you jumped on it as well, because that was the sticking point with this episode when I first watched it was, actually, well, I say when I first watched it, it wasn't until I watched, um, I was halfway through, well, towards the end of Evil Dead 2 last night, after watching this episode, I was like, oh shit, hang on a second, 
Mm. Not that continuity was we, we've always said has ever really been a big part of the Evil Dead, you know, trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Franchise. Except the uh, great bit of continuity coming up, though, where um, he goes to get a crowbar from the workshed, and that's where he left the crowbar, because in Evil Dead 2, when uh, Muppet Linda's body... Yeah, also comes through the chainsaw. He deflects it back up into her neck, doesn't he? Yep. With the crowbar. So and so he's left the crowbar there. So that's that's yeah. 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 Nice little nod again back to it. Another nod back to Evil Dead Two with the um the hand behind the wall and the rat as well. Mm. And it's and it's a nod uh, to Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness, yes. The, the little eye out of nowhere reminded me of Resident Evil. Um, Nemesis, the computer game as well, with the eye coming through, which obviously that clearly got its yeah, inspiration sure. from Evil Dead or Army uh, of Darkness, at least. Reminded uh, me of Drag Me to Hill as well. I love the maggots, just that crawling. That's disgusting. <laughs> mm. look, it looks grotesque, doesn't it? It looks great. great. Oh, I love that shot as well. Great speed the... up shot, just yeah. like you know you would Even get. Then... Yeah, yeah. there too, where he's on the bridge, and you see that really, really cool shot of when the yeah, sunset's that's... cracking down. Yeah, that blue screen shot where That's I think the, the 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 kind of was it the scale or the perspective isn't quite right, but it still looks amazing. It just looks creepy though, doesn't it? It looks yeah. unnerving and horrible. Do you think um, if they ever would have done an Evil Dead four like around about now, sort of from the uh, not the last episode, the episode before, you know, in the um, in the diner. Mm. sort of like that point to whatever this series is going to end up or just the next few episodes that would have pretty much been the rough outline of what the story had been yeah something cool. would have triggered ash you know giving him a reason to go back to the cabin obviously he has an encounter out of work which would have been the diner mm. and then he goes back to the cabin you know it's I think it depends on their budget as well and where they wanted to go, which ending of Army of Darkness they wanted to use, because they could have done Armies of Armageddon or Army of Armageddon, however you want to say it. You know, had Ash fighting futuristic cyborg deadites in the future. <laughs> um, or they could have taken the Army of Darkness ending where he's back at Esmar, and which is where they've basically gone yeah. with, with this. So, have you, noticed, have you noticed as well, might I add that... Um... We've had a lot of Rolling Stones era esque music in the TV show, and Kelly's yeah. wearing a Rolling Stones shirt. I just that was one little thing that popped up, right? And where, would would you really expect Australian hikers in the Michigan forest? Yeah, from Get New Zealand, don't they? Oh, New Zealand, yeah. yeah. That um, was yeah. another thing in yeah. the last episode as well. Was the the soldiers clearly not American? <laughs> Just oh, putting wow. on yeah. bad, bad <laughs> accents. And this yeah. is a good, a, a nice little thing where I spoke about that the um, the series was answering so many questions that were going mm. unanswered. One thing that was always brought up was where the hell did they get electricity for the cabin? Because there yeah. was no power lines or anywhere. <laughs> there well, we go. Here, there's a generator there. A generator, <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing as well, when you uh, when you see the hand... Yeah, the the good old helping hand. It's not very helpful. Uh, obviously, growing a new arm, you instantly just know ashes to ashes. It's I'm good at. Yeah, you're good Ash. I'm bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm bad Ash. I'm the guy with the gun. No, and good, this, bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Yeah. This is the scene that everyone's been waiting for. The shot yeah. when he comes through this is like back to the workshed. Did work anyone shed. look up top above the door as well? You what see, you see, just hanging in that shot just then that you saw with the light. Obviously, in the original Evil Dead Two, you had Wes, um, you had a uh, Freddy Krueger's uh, glove hanging from the top of the door, didn't you? As it was a I've, nod, a nod I've, 
Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I thought the I thought the um, Freddy Krueger glove was in the basement next to uh, to the left of the door in the in the cellar. Oh nice above Evil the Dead door. Uh, oh nice above the door in Evil Dead Two. In the cellar in Evil Dead One, you had the Hills Have Eyes poster, didn't you? That yeah. Was too. I, I, I no, there's nothing there, but in the second shot when he when he looks into the cabin, it looks like they've placed something there that's got it's like a rake almost like a leaf rake, but it's got four only like four blades hanging down. And I'm wondering whether it was the fact of, right, we're not going to include the actual Freddy glove, but instead we'll ha- hang something there that's kind of in the same vein as a Freddy Krueger. You don't know if that glove's been trademarked now. Or well, exactly. Idea. So that's why they might have removed it and then placed. Is there a line on that? There so, is. There is. Look. There is. Yes. There, def- there is. There, there is a line. It has been repaired. Oh, God. Oh, so I wonder what's down there then. Well, is well, there's something else further to look into, isn't it? Clearly, the the lines there for a reason. Otherwise, why would they just why would they put a line there? Exactly. If they were just gonna, you know, just forget about it as a like a oh whatever, don't worry about that, don't hmm. worry about that Co- bit of continuity. But by yeah. putting the line there, there's there's a deeper sort of story, you know, hmm. reasoning going to come behind it. Yeah. Do you guys expect these to be these hitchhikers to be back? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, they left unharmed. They they they're on screen for too long, and they and there's a clear little plot reference between this girl here, the one with the blonde hair, and Pablo. She likes Pablo, obviously. Mm. She wants to go back to the cabin, and then we don't see them after. So they're going to come back at some point, most definitely. And like Steve said in the episode, adds for more deadites. Yeah. I do like as well how just still Pablo and Kelly seem such such an important part in the TV show, although they're not right now at the cabin. And quite frankly, a lot of us are mainly paying attention to the fact that Ash and Fisher are in there. But still, mm. we're giving it, we, we are caring about where Pablo and Kelly are. Mm. <laughs> just looks so good. And, and what sort of look does the cabin to anyone else have in a way is it evil dead 2 or is it original evil dead um they're, they're going really with like a more evil dead 2 kind mm. of look and obviously coming up now of you know again you, you kind of forget it but you know linda's head was left in the vice exactly yeah precisely you know so they bring it back now and obviously the usual dead eye mind tricks you know where linda's talking to ash and it's you know it must be quite hard for the character because at the end of the day he was just a young lad and he had these dreams obviously of uh, Jacksonville and stuff yeah. and he had to cut his girlfriend's head off with a spade and you know and then well, chop a body up with a chainsaw yeah well noticed as well Steve that you put a tweet out on the um Twitter page about even keeping the idea of her hair being frizzy yeah very same hairstyle yeah it's cause the actress had kind of like a that frizzy hairspray 80s mm. look but mm. Um, as well, when um, all the, like the deadite prosthetics and makeup were put on, they, they, they I don't know whether it was a wig, um, but it, it seemed even frizzier. Yeah. And then especially, obviously, with the stop motion um, effect where Linda comes up and does the dance in the moonlight, you know, you can really see how wiry and sort of like, you know, how cheesily fake it is. But I just thought it was a, I thought it was a nice touch just to keep that, you know. Nice shot that um, is almost kind of paying homage to the um the shot that went underneath ash when he comes out the basement and when uh uh the beams across the top go whoa 
Oh, yeah. Like, well, very, well, very yeah. famous and odd technique that a lot of people say, like, what was the point in in Raimi even including that? And it was like, they just... They, they, he uh, just wanted to put it in there. He just <laughs> wanted to put it in yeah. there because it sounded unnatural. And, it's, well, instantly, just then, at that shot, I was like, wow, that reminds me of that. What a creepy, creepy effect just to add to it as well. I think even if... Like where someone's watching the theater, even if one person, if, when the first one came along, it was like, "Oh, they were like, oh, what's that?" I think mm. that was the effect he was going for. You know, it would have probably scared one or yeah, two yeah. people. Mm. It's an un- really un- unsettling and unnerving sound effect, or mm. even it just—it's so unnatural. It doesn't need to be there, and it, I think it has that much of an effect on you as well. Yeah. So, so these are um, going to be Nobody's notes. notes. Mm. Yeah. So uh, there's going to be obviously quite a lot contained in these. In these no, in in these books, because yeah. um, Ash never got the chance to really go through them, did he? So I like the monologue piece here as well. Oh yeah, it's fantastic explaining, yeah. yeah, about the Kandarian dar- dagger, Kandarian mm. dagger. <laughs> Such a brilliant episode for nostalgia reasons, timeline purposes. They've nailed it perfectly, in my opinion. See, I like this shot. As soon as you, as soon as he walks in, you can see that that arm is being sort of like you know it's held away discreetly. Held away it? discreetly, yeah. yeah. So mm. instantly, you're just like bang, bad ash. Like seriously. But again, that's a really great thing about Bruce Campbell is he can do both so convincingly. Absolutely, he can be yeah. this sort of like schmuck hero, but also just a plain schmuck. <laughs> mm. He's the be- almost the best arsehole of an actor, isn't he? Yeah, I think he likes to sort of like portray himself as that really sort of like flippant, cocky, you know, Ignorant. smug. Yeah. yeah. I think as, as we were saying, it's like, my name is Bruce. It's what fans expect him to be like. So he, oh, he, yeah. like, he, he plays up to that and he has a good time doing it. Mm. But then when you watch documentaries where he doesn't have to be like that, where he's um, going around just like, he's talking about all the fat, all the pictures and letters fans have sent him. Yeah. You know, he's just a really, he's, he's just a really nice guy though. And this is a different kind of bad Ash to what we've seen before as well. Obviously you had possessed Ash, mm-hmm. which is full on dead eye. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. Which is, he... he's, 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 thrashing around the cabin like he's some kind of Frankenstein and, monster kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, very skeletal walking, isn't he? Like, yeah. really thrashy, yeah. Christ, though, when I went back to watch Eva Did 2 last night, I just realised, especially with that uh, makeup on, and obviously how much weight Bruce Campbell lost during the production of Eva Did 2, fucking like scarily skinny. Yes. <laughs> when he, when he, yeah, scarily definitely. skinny when he's uh, when he's evil, uh, like, possessed Deadite Ash. Now, and then... Yeah. Now you saying that we see we see we see two different evil ashes essentially. We do see slight piece of army of darkness ash, and he yeah. is being very manipulative almost. But this one now, where he's being very, how can I put it? It's it's very sort of oh, I can't think of the word. So, he's being really different. I've never seen this style of ash almost evil ash like, even. He's he's not possessed. Um, the Evil Wash from Army of Darkness is a pure cartoon character. Oh, yeah. This is like just the... This is Ash about the conscience. Take away the actual character's heart, you know, that, that big soft sensor we've said he's got, and this is what Ash would be like. Just a, you know, yeah, just like... sel- selfish... 
It's like he's you know, boiling on the point of being like pure outright evil. Like he's really he doesn't want to tear it to pieces right now, but he's just getting there, you know. Mm. And it's really like even then, like Reese sitting there saying name calling is not nice, and you can see he's just building up anger. I really like it. Really, really like it. I mean, I, this this scene is obviously it's really good because it's going back to that sort of like the way the deadites torture Ash like emotionally. Did you, did you see that shot from the aerial shot? Then you saw the skeletal remains of Linda on the floor. I never noticed that before. I really hope that shot comes back. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's there. I saw it. What corner? No, it was right behind Ash where he's standing. It's literally on the floor. There was a ske- there was a skeleton there. If we don't get to see it now, oh, brilliant scene. With the head splitting open. <laughs> this is when Bruce Campbell does his best, sort of like that weird, sort of like... Um, Terrified. Bre- breathing, kind of, he's like... Oh, 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 yeah. oh, you know, he's... <laughs> Let's see the skeleton by his left, right foot just then. This is like pure Evil Dead 2. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Where like the lamp and all the deer head and all, everything comes to life. This is an odd shot, wasn't it, with the mm. slow-mo running? <laughs> I, I mean, the oh my god, this bottom all day long. Yeah, bottom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking that British right, comedy first, bottom. Right. We'll we will tweet it in reference, um, listeners as well. If you're a bit confused, there's and there's never heard of the the comedy. Why bottom. are we talking about bottoms? <laughs> I know. Yeah, Rick Mayo, Adrian Edmondson. They used to have a penchant for smashing each other's heads in the fridge, and this is like basically this is similar to. Um, when Bruce fights his own hand kind of thing, this is a bigger scale. Yeah. Like, obviously now it's an actual, f- oh. <laughs> I think it's funny how she doesn't just settle for chopping it off. She has to literally yeah. sushi it. <laughs> I, I, I'm a bit disappointed. I am. I must say that I would like the hand to go a little bit longer. Mm. Just I was so... hoping it was going to give a finger at some point, you know, as well. Yeah. And so Bruce could actually, you know, Ash could actually sort of like, you know, be reunited with it not in yeah. this kind of way you know so he'd be like oh you you yeah, you you bastard i've been after you <laughs> uh, yeah I don't oh, know. i'm so sorry let, let's just let yeah now it's done great <laughs> but it needed to be done i mean i don't think i think the uh oh i oh, did that's a now did not see that coming i must no, admit nobody did <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Badash had to lose his hand. That way, when Pablo and Kelly arrive, they can't tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah, hey, good shot. Because yeah. obviously, because if, if one's got a hand and one hasn't, then that's obvious which one's Badash. Which is also um, taken even further coming up because when, because um, if Ash gets his robo hand ripped off, oh, which, yeah. cause, which, which takes the uh, metal clip off the stump so it goes all bloody again. So they both got bloody stumps. So they both look fresh. I don't know. I must say that I was I was disappointed that they simply say, "Well, Fisher, we knew who you were because we knew you'd help Ash." It's like, all right, but oh, yeah, why? So, so go on, yeah. Tell us for crying out loud. Give us a clue at least. Yeah, he's about oh, this to. Is... This is yeah. Robo had the power glove rips off, and now he's got the same <sighs> bloody stump hmm. as Bad Ash. So, yeah. which is going to lead to a big sort of like confusing. Open next yeah. episode because obviously 
Kelly and Pablo are going to, when they show up, you know, they're going to basically have them probably tied, you know, both unconscious, tied to a chair. Mm. And then tr- each of them trying to convince them who the real Ash is. Yeah. Probably. Or. Oh. <laughs> and I like how it just instantly goes to skeletal dust as well. This is really dark and cold, evil Ash here, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, he, he plays this well. He yeah. really plays this well. Like Bond villain level. Mm. You know, just callow. Is it callow or callous? Callous, even, yeah. Callous. I like it how as well they like sort of refer to each other. He's like, my dumb twin can't do anything right. <laughs> like as if he's known him his entire life almost. Looks uncomfortable. Yeah. But obviously now Fisher is ripe for possession. Yep. Mm. This is where we see an ash as well that we haven't seen in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. It grew enough of me. (laughs) Really? I'm sure we're going to be in silence. Sorry, radio listeners, if, if you're not watching with the TV show. Just the scene of Fisher and Ash sort of, I guess, parting ways almost is quite different. And She goes to show again, doesn't it? What I said before, he's just, you just can't catch a break, can he? He just wants someone or something. You know, he doesn't ask for much in life. And once again, yeah. the cabin and the Necronomicon takes it away from him. And at this point, I was really, I was anticipating him to, oh, I know, Evil Ash into the scene. But we'll see, obviously, <laughs> next next episode what they do with uh, Fisher, because I do think, you know, there's more, there's got yeah. to be, there's got to be something else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because if they knew that Fisher would help Ash, then, you know, but then again, they also knew that <laughs> Kelly because they sent Kelly's mum back to mm. the house. They knew Kelly would help Ash. Yeah. I, like, I like as well, Harry couldn't, he, he just went completely to stupid Army of Darkness, Ash, there, and he was like, it, it wasn't me. Well, it was me, but it, another me. Like, he just couldn't just plain straight explain <laughs> it that there's an evil me running around. And this is now Bruce doing what he does best, beating himself up. Mm. Mm-hmm. What a great way for them both to go at each other, though. Mm. Using using their own oh, yeah. weaknesses. Yeah, I, I, the writing is absolutely genius. Like my Soft trick balls. knee. It's, yeah, he's like my That's trick fair. knee. He goes, oh my trick Weak knee. Kidneys, yeah. <laughs> Weak kidneys. Yeah. Fake teeth, knee to the mouth. Is it soft? Even the music's <laughs> army of darkness, isn't it? Yeah, the the way they're flailing their arms around it. Bum <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> he's screaming. I, I, he's so good at it. <laughs> he really is the best at beating himself up. As well, like Steve mentioned, the whole breathing, like the oh, 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 like the the shocked sort of. I never saw this coming. (laughs) (laughs) So clownish, isn't it? (laughs) You notice as well, they still like both got the same bloody nose and the same mark on their face. What a and brilliant episode! Is 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 great, and it, it does. It touches on obviously you got you got references to Evil Dead One, um, Evil Dead Two, and then even some Army of Darkness comedy yep. thrown straight in, and then it sets up the uh, opening for the next episode where it's going to be well, which one's 
the real Ash because they're yeah, both yeah. they both just choked each other out, haven't they? It's like sleeper hole style. It's Should very we see, interesting. Um, Lucy Lawless back. Well, yeah, I mean she's like on the on the trail, isn't she? Mm. So, I mean we've got and, epi- and she's got the Kandarian dagger as well. We've got episodes Bound in Flesh and the Dark One left. So clearly we get Bound in Flesh. The next episode is clearly obviously going to be focused on. Uh, the Necronomicon and possibly the reincarnation again of the Force, as from the second movie. We don't know. Maybe if they need to, they feel that they need to reincarnate uh, the Force itself to send it back. You never know. But as well, the, the I guess the last episode of season one that's called the Dark One is going to be it's going to be a cliffhanger. And I think that is when we may or may not still find out what Fisher and Ruby really are why they're connected, why the Dark Ones and the Deadites know them, or or even why Ruby double-crossed them. That is still hanging there, that is. The fact that the Brujo's Deadite skeleton comes out and is like, Ruby, you double-crossed us, and still mm. there's no answer to it. There's no lead to it. All we've seen is a hot-ass naked body getting out of the flames and just standing there. And I'll be happy to see that again. Oh, yeah. I mean... She's going to turn up, Eve. I personally think Ruby's going to turn up right at the end, as soon as that something that can, can finalise um, the evil and send it back, Ruby turns up and doesn't let it happen. Or turns up to the cabin and Henrietta pays another visit, maybe. Um, I don't know, Henrietta was pretty you know, blown to bits well, after Pee-wee yes. was half and then blasted uh, with the boomstick, true, so... Yeah. It's it's a tough one. It's anything is almost possible, I think. But like like both of, both of us pointed out, Steve, the, the, the clearly the um the basement door has been I don't know. It looks like it's been recommissioned almost and put back in place, considering the lines there. Well, Ruby's been back, hasn't hasn't she? Oh, yeah, she's, she's gone back to get his hand and stuff. So and obviously changed yeah. chain, and changed oh, the basement God. back up. Annie, Annie could be in the basement because mm. she was just stabbed by the Kandarian dagger in the back. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, and that would lead to lead to maybe um, Ruby showing up and finding her possessed. I it's don't know. Crazy. Could be, but then again, that's a long time ago, so she'd be like <laughs> proper, like oh god, yeah, decomposed. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. skeleton could be. I, oh, I just don't. I don't know. I'm definitely. I'm, I'm hunting for the uh, skeleton shot as well. Of, in the cabin of Linda's <clears throat> uh, uh, skeletal remains, there. I just want to see if there's a head connected to it. Whether they con- they they absolutely will keep in continuity in that. I'm I'm absolutely certain. But I'm gonna find I'm gonna find and screen screen grab with my phone uh, the picture of it so um, I can send you guys just so I can prove that I definitely saw skeletal remains there. You do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what are your thoughts on I guess where these next episodes can go? Um. I want to leave it basically just there because I don't want to speculate this week. I'm really, really, this is the first week where the 30 minute runtime has really pissed me off because not, <laughs> not because it, not because the 30 minute runtime per episode is too short, but because I just want to see, I just want to see it now. I want see to see it all. Yeah. Because going to the cabin to the end, that's, that's like a feature length climax. And I just want to watch it. It did just look so good as well. Just the cabin looked great. The, the, the work shed looked amazing. Just everything about it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, has anyone else got anything to add before we wrap up? I mean, there's nothing more we can else we can say. I think we've covered absolutely everything there is to appreciate about tonight's episode. No, I'm all good. 
Steve, anything else? No, just like, again, expanded slightly on what we already knew and yeah. ticked every box that we expected from the cab, from the return to the cabin. Yeah. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. If you've got this far as well, um, let us know what you think of the episode and even what you're going to be speculating. Get us on Twitter at hail to the chin. Uh, number two, I'll always add that. <laughs> I won't forget that. Um, on YouTube as well, you can just simply type in hail to the chin podcast uh search iTunes as well channels yeah itunes are we on um, um stitcher yeah stitcher we? we're on stitcher as well sam yep yep excellent stuff but yeah you can catch us on those shows social medias there guys um yeah i guess thanks for tuning in for this episode next episode is bound in flesh um 26th of december can he wait for it boxing day boxing day boxing day special clearly going to be about the necronomicon but we shall wait and see, I guess. Anything else, chaps, before we go? No. Steve, last words. <laughs> no, I'm not saying groovy again. That was so cheesy last time. <laughs> All right, let's another, 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 um... I swear to yourself, I swear to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and for joining cut. us, guys. <laughs> see you later.